No, you guys be like, like a, a child's candy, child's thing. No, you guys be like, Snake Fang! Snake Learning stuff with Logan! Welcome back to Snake Fang Podcast. I'm your host, Logan James, and today I am with a very special individual, somebody that is known well in the community for a lot of his comedic kind of timing stuff. He's over here doing a lot of stuff. I'm with Mark Anthony. Woo! So My uh, voice cracks right out the gate. <laughs> I mean, that's just great. You sounded fantastic there. Uh, so yeah, I was just getting a little bit into you. Can you just give us some background information? Sure. What's up, guys? Uh, my name is Mark Anthony Synagoga. I'm a stand-up comedian uh, trying to be an Instagram influencer superstar uh, because I feel like that's the only way to make it today. I mean, it's not necessarily the only way to make it, but it's, uh, it allows a lot more people to see Yes, I meant like with comedy. I feel yeah. like that it's definitely, I feel like it's changed the landscape of comedy and stand-up comedy and live everything, you know, unless the the guys who are getting huge on there are getting more opportunities than the guys who are amazing doing stand-up shows. So that's a that's something I actually wanted to ask you about, actually. Okay. Uh, so um, actually, before I even go that, his Instagram or whatever you want to follow him on is not Mark Anthony because let him know why. Because it's hilarious. He's not Mark Anthony, the singer. Oh, sorry. I thought you said, <laughs> why is it, uh, why to follow me? Yeah, no, yeah, because I'm not all the other Mark Anthonys that are famous. Yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way. But but back to what you were stating um, in regards to like the social media aspect, allowing other individuals to be able to create themselves on this platform so that in the stand-up comedy world, whatever, they have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think it sucks. I think it's God awful because mm. a lot of these people, like, I don't necessarily want to get your opinion because I know like you're in the industry. No, so, no, like, no. I'd love bashing I, I, some people are, but like they're, they're terrible. They're shit. They're trash. And just because they make something stupid or silly, like on YouTube, that is just like completely just a degenerate kind of video. There's really no kind of comedic value. They don't really even build out a comedic thing. It's just like a prank or like something stupid. Right. And they're like, Oh, they're hilarious. It's like, no, like I don't even understand why you think that this guy pranking somebody saying, Oh, look at my Lamborghini. You want to get it? Psych. Right. Mm. So I think that that kind of landscape has, has diminished a lot of uh, people that are coming up in it because they're shit. And when there's other people like say yourself, I've Mm -hmm. seen some of your stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, (laughs) <laughs> well, I've just, I just recently met you. I had no idea. Right. And you're local to the Toronto area. Um, so, and I'm not from Toronto. Mm-hmm. I'm from Florida. So I've seen some of your stuff. You're actually very good, especially for like what you do in regards to like the Italian. And yes. since I just recently became part of an Italian family, I actually understand a lot. I'm like, that's genius. That's hilarious. Yeah. So nice. what do you think about that kind of like the social media playing a, a big part into the, the industry of come ups? Well, here's the thing. I feel like it is where everyone's having to adapt and create mm-hmm. easily consumable content, right? And yeah, like, of course. Um, so comedians are being pushed to the side almost because yeah. the, there's this whole thing of people don't want to go out anymore. People don't want to go see live stuff and all this kind of thing. But I feel like now uh, it muddied the waters technology quite a bit, but I feel like now the 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 path is starting to become a little bit more clear where there's there's live performers and then there's online performers and there's only so many people that can do both and comedians have to start to realize all the tools that they have available to them like social media to use to push 
their live stuff. So it's like, if you can mm. do live stuff, you can definitely do online stuff. Yeah. Um, and, but it doesn't go the other way. There's not a lot of people that can do online stuff that can do live stuff, right? Yeah. So if you can do live stuff, you might as well use the tools that are there to sell tickets, sell merch. And when I say that, gain the following online so that you can reach more people. That way you can go to more cities and do your live stuff mm. and just expand your brand yeah. in ways that you would have never been able to before. No, no, I totally agree. I mean, it, it allows the opportunity for somebody that actually has the ability to do kind of that live kind of material to mm -hmm. actually reach out to a different kind of audience or even a bigger demographic than what they were capable of, of just like having a show within that area. Right. Yeah. Right. And I totally agree on that kind of that kind of sector. But like there's just other instances where like I, I can't believe that people would actually go to the show and then they, they're like this show's terrible now i want to talk i think his name i forget his name he's on silicon valley i know he's more of a bigger like uh big time uh actor kind mm. of guy Jesus. he was on silicon valley he was in um is it tj tj oh tj miller tj miller so i recently i didn't recently whenever his stand-up came out maybe yep. what, last year two years ago three years ago i was just this is terrible now he has a huge platform because he is an actor. He has a huge platform that he reaches out to so many people. So like they're willing to give it a chance to watch this, mm -hmm. but it was just like, there was just parts where he's just pouring water on himself. And it was just very right. an on and awkward kind of like way of right. like doing stand up comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. There's so many different ways that you can, it's a creative kind of art form where you can do right. different things. But like, to me, that's when it comes to the point where I'm like this kind of like ability to be on a platform, say, Instagram or mm -hmm. YouTube or what it Twitter or whatever it may be and be funny on that doesn't correlate necessarily to having stand-up ability but what happens is since people see them being funny on this they'll get like 10 million views and then they're like I'm gonna go watch a stand-up it's gonna be fantastic and then they wow. go and it's it, it's not the same whatsoever no it's not but I'm a little biased with TJ Miller because I think he's hilarious I think he's I think he's yeah. hilarious don't get me wrong in all of his like stuff that I've yeah. seen even his stand-up like I've seen him perform and just like crush for hours mm -hmm. you know um and I don't maybe that's not a good example yeah um not from your end like from what I'm trying to say here using TJ Miller but like I don't even know what I'm trying to say here, <laughs> but like I, I I feel like you you have to use both no yes you have to use both and if you don't you're just going to become obsolete almost or you got to do something different. Like the, the, the going back to um, off air, we were air off, off air. podcast. Yeah. yeah. Right. We were talking about <laughs> Kevin Hart and stuff, uh, which I know you said we're going to get to. Yeah. But um, the, the way it was done back in the day is not the way it's done anymore. Like there, the, the internet and social media allows you to reach so many people, mm -hmm. you know, and you, to the point where you can create fan bases across the world by staying in your basement, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So if you can then be able to go and travel to those places and then sell out an arena and have the live stuff to actually hit, yeah, you're winning. No, of course you're completely winning. And I think, but I think more back in the day, it was more about being creative about your craft. Like I, yeah. I think back in like, like the comedy sense, I think of like uh, a Mitch Hedberg. I think yeah. of like a Stephen Wright. I think of uh, Dimitri Martin. Even it was it was still later oh, on. Great. Yeah. But like they were very creative. Uh, Bo uh, Bo Burnham, I believe Bo his Burnham, name is. Yeah. So they were like creative with their craft. Like you're looking at one-liner guys, but like they're completely different one-liner guys. Where one's actually drawing figures, playing a harmonica, playing yep. a playing an instrument. Another one also is telling a story through poems yep. or telling a story through like some kind of like cinematic experience yep. overall. Yeah. So I think like back in the day it was more or less, you got to be very creative in the craft because I'm a one-liner guy, but mm. 
this guy's one longer guy, so I'm going to do it a little bit different. Yeah. I like that. I really like that kind of initiative. And, and that's why I feel like a lot of comedians, stand-up comedians, have a little bit more of an advantage when they go to Instagram and to the social medias because they have a little bit more of a... Uh, they're a little bit more creative or can be more creatively diverse mm -hmm. so they can bring a little bit more value to the content they put out on social media where like you said a lot of it is stupid pranks and crappy shit videos that yeah everyone where you're just like yeah this is funny this is cool but it's i'm never gonna go see these guys live it's sort of like the nelk boys right yeah nelk boys are fucking hilarious love them to death but i would never pay to go see the nelk boys live yeah. I'm not going to go to the Air Canada Center and watch the Nelk Boys live. No, you know I mean? of course. But there's a lot of people that will, which is proves the point that like you can build a fan base of millions of people. Yeah. See where the audience is and go and perform there. And once you have something live, like you'd see the Nelk Boys live, what are they going to do? They're going to, you're paying to see them talk on stage and you're just like, oh, I'm in the presence. Yeah, exactly. Of the you're Boys. there more of a fan rather than to be like you of course you want to be entertained it might be entertaining because you're the fan yeah they but might like you're more stuff. of being there because you're a fan yeah right you're in the presence of this idol or whoever it may be and you like being in that kind of uh environment right yeah, yeah. more or less rather than like going to see like uh, uh somebody that's like very entertaining in a sense like uh like a ron white or somebody of yeah. that nature oh, he's right hilarious. Oh, he's he's one of my favorite Really? But hey, he, him and Mitch Hedberg are very close because I like one, one liners. One liner guys. I like Stephen Wright and Dimitri Martin as well, but Ron White overall, oh, so He's not really good. a one liner guy. No, though. he's not. He's not. He's yeah. not. That's what I'm saying. Like, I like the one liner guys because yeah, it's Dimitri like very Martin, quick. Dimitri Martin, like, just. You know, I hated Dimitri Martin, and I know I'm cutting you off here. I apologize. No, of course, dude. But, like, Actually, the please. Dimitri Martin's show on Comedy Central. Network and Comedy Central was so bad for me like I hated everything about this guy for years and then I'm like you know what it's been five years let me give it a chance and I watched this comedy special on Netflix and like this guy I think I've watched it like 40 times like yes. he rips me apart when he does like just the things that he thinks about you would never think about exactly you know and it's like a, my, one of my favorite bits is the door joke mm -hmm. yeah you know the one I'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah 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 where it's like puts a sign on the other door yeah yeah it's like this is how's it broken is this a wall is this wall? <laughs> is this wall? Please use other door. Oh, dude, you guys got to watch My it. favorite bit with, actually, with Dimitri Martin, one of my favorite bits is, like, the the paper one where he's flipping through all of the different kinds of, like, things yep. that are, like, going on, and, like, he gets to the one part, and he's like, people always say, if you're in a glass house, don't throw stones or whatever. Yep. And then he's like, but that shouldn't be the case. I think that if you are in a glass house and trapped and there's stones... You should throw those stones. And it's just like that kind of like yeah. thing. It's like, yeah, why do we, why do we say that? And he's yeah. just like making this kind of like initiative, like going against it. He's so he's good. He's so smart, man. So, and then he plays the harmonica and he plays and then guitar. Uh, he's talented, man. Very, very talented. And that's another, I like, I, I don't like a lot of Bo uh, Burns. I forget his, what Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham's, a lot of his material, but there's just like some material like just that he does as well in one line and kind of aspects that is just so top of the line. Like, yeah over the top funny and i was just like i just hate his arrogance oh he's so arrogant oh, but like, it, have, have did you see the um late night show with him i want to say it was on conan i want to believe no. it was on conan so he he is arrogant but he is he's actually down to earth and he's he knows oh it's all part of the character i think on sure. stage yeah I, it's like anthony jesselnick where you're like he's not really a piece of shit like this it's for the joke you know yeah but uh 
I remember one thing Bo Burnham did that, that just pissed me off. I do a ton of accents on stage, right? Yeah. And to me, they're all coming from a good place. Mm-hmm. I don't view it as being a racist mm-hmm. person, all this kind of stuff. But he goes off on accents. He does a song. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, about uh, yeah, accents. yeah, yeah. And then the last minute of it is like uh, making fun of people who do Chinese accents. Yeah, yeah. And it pissed me off because he was. it was right at people like me. And I was laughing so hard. I was like... Fuck, I gotta stop doing accents. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, of course. And like I said, I don't necessarily like all of his. There's some things, but like in regards to like his overall aspect of like what he's doing from that one interview, I yeah. love him a lot because when he sat down, I want to say it was with Conan. Conan was asking and he was like telling people in regards to like uh, comedy, like yourself, like how you're doing it. He's like, so what do you tell people about comedy? Like, about uh, doing all of this, like quitting jobs, yada, 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 whatever it may be. And he's like, listen, man, like I won the lottery. Like I, the next guy, but like you, he's just as good as me. It's like winning the lottery, right? So you're going to want to do it as best as you can, but you got to be thinking creatively, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I won the lottery with where I'm at. And I'm not going to say that he's going to be able to do it because he's better than me, but he's not thinking creatively with what he's doing, right? Right. So yeah. you got to think of that kind of aspect and that kind of level. And that's what he's like actually trying to portray. It's like, it's extremely hard. It's not necessarily mm. easy. Yeah. I win the lottery. And if you went to a lottery person and asked them how to do your finances, that you wouldn't say, they, if they told you, oh, invest in all of your lottery tickets, liquidate everything. Like you don't listen to that, right? Right, yeah. So if I'm going to tell this guy something, it's not necessarily going to benefit because I, I won the lottery. Yeah. Like that's what, all it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that just from that kind of interview, that kind of aspect, yeah, it's very, it's humbling to see because he realizes like how lucky and how, how truly lucky he is to Honestly, be at the point where he's at. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw that thing on SNL where uh, Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David were hosting it together. Or they had like a little segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they were like, we won, we got the last two tickets to Disneyland kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yes. Where it's just because the, the whole landscape is changed. And I feel like we're almost coming out of it um, and it's settling, right? Yeah. But I still think there's stuff going on with technology where it's like, we don't really know. There's so many little areas of comedy that are changing that everyone has to adapt to. You know, yeah. where I still haven't, like, people still haven't figured it out. No, you know? of course. Whereas, like, things are becoming just completely different with Netflix and Instagram and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, big, big time deals are coming from Netflix. I want, yeah. I think Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres, she got like 25 million for her stand up. Oh, it was way more. I'm pretty sure. the, I think she was like two stand ups and two, they did two shows and it was 25. And then Jerry Seinfeld. Oh my God. He got a hundred million because they bought his comedians and cars for yep. getting coffee. And then they also paid him to do one or two. Yeah. So he got a hundred million. So that the landscape, I think I was listening to actually like Tom Segura and I oh, forget great. who he was on podcast. He's like, this is insane. Like these people are just giving out this crazy ludicrous amount of money. So yeah. I, he's like, yeah, I'm going to do a Netflix special because like, it's insane when I see these numbers where uh, you see uh, Dave Chappelle getting like yeah, 30 million a show and yeah. then you see Ellen getting 25. You see Derek. He's like, you can't say no. They're just paying so much money for this. And yeah. that's something that's completely changed because I remember growing up originally, it'd be like late as shit at night. Oh, yeah. And I would be like, I wonder when I watch Comedy Central. I don't know what you guys have here. We had Comedy Central. That's where like yep. South Park and all that yep, stuff yep. was. Um, so late at night, they would have their... Uh, comedy specials on Comedy Central. Here's yep. a Mitch Hedberg special, yep. and I would watch those. And I'm just trying to like realize like how much did they get paid? I'm sure it was nowhere near the numbers oh, no, that Netflix no is way. paying these people. No way. But I don't think they have the. Uh, 
I don't even know if they necessarily had the viewers that Netflix has. You no, know what I mean? not by any means. They didn't yeah. have the, the capacity to be able to pay those people. But if you look on Netflix now, dude, there's so many and they're, I'm sorry. A lot of them are bad. And there's so oh many like God. Netflix original, like oh specials. Oh my God. And I'm like, this, they're just giving out money. Yeah. Right. They're giving out money and giving out like just, you can't just be like, you have a special now. Yeah. And it's like, are you watching these people before you give them a special? Because it doesn't look like you are. Because all those Comedy Central ones are fucking awesome. They're, like, oh, they're there's fantastic. not too many that are bad. No. You know? And you're seeing the best of what that person has. And it's just like, and then they come to Netflix and you're like, what? What are we watching here? And you're, you're five minutes in you're like, I can't. I can't Yeah, anymore. like even Tiffany Haddish's latest one. I was like, what? Oh, really? I didn't. Was that the most recent one that actually came out? Yeah, I saw yeah. it on like... Uh, yeah. new releases but even like, I remember watching Wanda Sykes her special on Comedy Central amazing her latest Netflix I was like what the hell is happening oh, it was that bad huh well I was like you, you're doing 35 minutes on how crazy Trump is yeah but and it's like it's not like thought-provoking stuff about what Trump is doing specifically it's just like we got a carrot in the White House and then it's like you all understand that we have a man with fucking orange hair in the White House? It's just like... Repetitive over, over and over and over, over again. again. It's like we're talking about how he looks and how small his hands are and, and it, all the things that we know. Yeah. And that's a, major, a lot of them. They're all just that. They're around that kind of same of like... Uh, like the jokes don't hit. They don't yeah. fucking hit. They don't land. Even like I love Dave Chappelle and I thought his very... his Was it two? This Netflix special? But I feel like his last one that he did... Like, I get it. He's trying to, like, play on people's, like, oh, you don't like uh, abortions or you don't like right. this. And I get it. But, like, every time he was doing it, like, he, he usually had this stick where he would, like, walk away when he said something. But, like, it was every two minutes. And I was just like, is Netflix, like, really looking at these things that they're producing for these people? Because yeah. it's hard sometimes to watch it. Yeah. Especially being in that kind of, like, a sense. It's just like, th these aren't, it's not hitting, like... Yeah, and I, I understand there's a demand for more comedy, and I'm like, I'm loving that Netflix is almost resurging that mm -hmm. whole HBO special yeah, vibe yeah. that everyone was always looking like forward Chris to. Rock's. Oh, yes, man, that yeah, and and you you start to like love stand up comedy again and really get into it. So I like what they're doing for it, but at the same time, it's almost like they're overdoing it. They're oversaturating it. Oversaturating it, and just I I love that they're paying the big dogs to bring back the name notoriety, but at mm -hmm. the same time, they're they're giving a lot of the young guys. Um, too much ability to be on there without having to show who yeah. they are. Which is why I think they're doing a lot of smaller segments. I don't know if you've seen all the shows that are like 15-minute chunks. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. That's where uh, Nate... Uh, Bergazzi, it? yeah. Yeah, so he was on one of their Netflix little Dude, uh, he, comedy specials. He is unbelievable. He's Hey, he's also up there now that I've actually uh, witnessed him. From that special, I, I watched his yeah. new Netflix special because it was so funny. Yeah, and the way he talks... It's just hilarious, and it's really related, relatable to me. I know, like, you're coming from an Italian background, yeah. and here in Toronto, I'm from, like, a country background. So, like, when yeah. he's saying these things, like, yeah. it's so funny. Where is he from? Like, his I, accent. In I want to say, didn't he say he was, like, from Kentucky or something like that? I want to say Yeah, that. he's got, like, a strange southern thing Southern accent, on. yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, his one bit where, like, he said, like, his dad was a magician, and then, like, they wanted him to come to the show to, like, surprise him. And like he comes out on stage and like the entire audience is there. He's like, dad. And his dad didn't know. And his dad's like, what are you doing here? And then he's like looking and then he's like, 
these people didn't know I was coming either. They don't even know I'm a fucking comedian. And then I'm standing up there for the next 15 minutes telling jokes. And these people are like, what the fuck is this guy doing? I'm just like, Oh my God. It's so good. He's, yeah, he's hilarious. He's like. very funny. But I mean, it's good to give the platform for that. But on the like, the yeah. kind of, it makes it so that like for me as a viewer, right? I, I, I don't want, I don't even want to watch yeah. new, new material from random people because of, I've, I've tried so many times. Well, here's the thing. Like sometimes you try, like it's hit and miss. Mm-hmm. It's like Instagram. Of course. Or TikTok, right? You scroll for hours, but it's worth it if you hit that one that makes you die laughing, right? Yeah. Like uh, there's a few on Instagram that I loved, like uh, Ryan Hamilton. Never heard mm-hmm. of him. Found his Netflix. And like I was laughing from start to finish. Uncontrollably. But you found him originally on Instagram. Prior. No, on, on Netflix. Like I was just scrolling oh, through okay, Netflix okay, and okay. I was like, this is great. Like, uh, you know, it, it's same with Neighbor Gatsi where you're like, let's watch this. Yeah. This could be good. And you watch it and I was dying. Yeah. Same with Ronnie Chang. Like, I didn't really know who Ronnie Chang was and I thought mm-hmm. his special was great. No, but you, know? you got to do that. Don't get me wrong. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. for me, like, that's what I usually would always do. But now it's gotten to the point where there's so much new material coming out on Netflix. And the majority to me is like not good that I don't even waste my time trying to like w- go over and even waste five minutes to see if the, yeah. this guy's going to hit. So then it basically diminishes the market value because now I'm only going to go to like guys that I know that I like whenever they come out with a special. I'm yeah. 100% going to watch a Tom Segura special. Yeah. Nate, I'm definitely going to watch. Anytime if they hopefully get a Ron White out there, I'm yeah. going to watch that. Oh, Ron White has one. Yeah, he did. He did yep. recently one. Yeah, he did. And that one went. Oh man, it was he's so good. Dude. He's the the bit where he was just like, he's like, uh, where he's hammered at a party. Yeah, he's like, yeah, uh, Ron, can you drive? I can drive, but I can't get pulled over. And yeah. he just starts drinking. <laughs> dude, I I remember, dude, I was at the gym and I had him on my uh, phone and I was uh. just on the treadmill, buddy. I almost died on the treadmill because he said something about uh his wife oh god i don't it's like about taking out the garbage and stuff oh yeah yeah. i remember the bit i can't remember the overall like yeah. how it went dude i was laughing to tears people thought i was crazy i had to stop the treadmill i was like i'm done this guy's killing me oh man his last one i think it was his last special the tiger the entire tiger woods bit that he did yeah 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 yeah. oh my god i was yeah. dying the entire it was like a nine minute bit and yeah. i was dying the entire he's time he's very good and i think honestly i think he actually he he brought comedy to what it was not him specifically but the blue collar comedy tour oh, i yeah. think from what they did with their initiative of building this overall tour and showing uh, selling all these DVDs and doing all these huge shows and yep. events, I think they opened the floodgates to what comedy is now. Like how how it is, like that's how I feel in regards to that. Like because I know previously they still did all of those things and it was still relatively like Richard Pryor stuff like that. They mm-hmm. were good, but I think like when they did that, it just blew the doors open for for new new beginnings. Yeah, I I mean that, I've never heard anybody say that. But if you think about it, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, they did. They had a really cool concept with the tour, mm-hmm. and then we're traveling everywhere and like capitalizing so much on the merch. Like yeah, exactly. Guys, holy, it was, it was crazy. I'd love to talk to them and be like, "How much money did you make on merch alone? Yeah, per show. Like it, it's got to be in the you know fifty, sixty thousand dollar area. Yeah, and which then, is bananas. And then for even t-shirts. like they made it so that like they showed. Of course, people are still on HBO, Comedy Central, yada, yada, yada. But they showed the ability of 
how much money you can make on actual like DVD sales. Like people oh, not coming yeah. to the show, but actually selling the 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 taped version of that show, right? Yeah. People are willing to watch what's going on. And yeah. I think they opened it up uh, bigger than what it was previously. But there, dude, like you're, you're talking like Jeff Foxworthy though. Like he's underrated as hell. Like he's I, probably one of the biggest, like better writers out there. Like yeah. he's so good. Like what he's got like, I can't even, I don't even know how many albums he has. Like he's got oh, so at many. least 10 albums. Like, and he's a monster on stage. No, he's, he's fantastic. The only person I didn't like was Larry, the cable guy. Cause it got such it, his stitch to me, like what he does. It was good the first time, but then it gets, yeah. it got so repetitive. And then he was oh, yeah. out in movies Then he was doing the same. And that's when I was just like, oh man. But here's your sign guy. I forget his name. What is that guy's name? It was Jeff Fox for the Ron, Ron White, Larry the Cable Guy, and then the other guy. And one of his was like, here's your sign. Because he would always like talk about like how stupid people were like for doing um, dumb things, obviously out in public, yada, yada, yada. But he was very good as well. So, but the whole time, like they were doing, putting on these shows, people were realizing, yo, comedy is comedy's big comedy can make something something out of nothing hold on i'm finding who this guy is yeah are you looking at uh, the blue collar comedy bill Eng engvall yes bill engvall yes 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 so he was really really good too on that that comedy tour um but they opened the floodgates and and yeah. you could even tell because prior i mean of course granted richard pryor Gene Wilder. I don't. Was Gene Wilder a stand-up comedian before his movie I don't girls? know. I don't know. I know Richard Pryor was, but he was like the one of the first comedians that like you actually knew about that was in movies. But like in the early two thousands, like I feel like that initiative, the Blue Collar Comedy Tour, like opened the floodgates for allowing even more co comedians into movies because Larry Cable, the guy, got so many different things because people loved him. And so they were just more willing to open up to comedians into a lot of different uh, movie roles and like constant movie roles. Like we were talking earlier about Kevin Hart. How yep. many movie deals have he done now? I, I must be at 100. He's like, done he's I, done more movie deals than he does, he's done shows now. Yeah, I must be. Like he's... But he's on another level. Like, he's trying to build... I don't know if you saw his documentary or not. I didn't watch it because I'm not a huge Kevin Hart fan. Like, past his, like, 2008 stand-up special, the one that actually, like, brought him to, like... Yeah, 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 the, the mega level. Yeah, the mega level. I'm just not a huge fan of that. So I didn't care to watch that documentary. Mm. But I have heard so much about it. Uh, it's insane. That's what I hear. I hear it, it. I hear it's fantastic. I hear it's great and it's crazy. Because but he's trying not... to. Cap but again, like I feel like he's just trying to capitalize. Oh, for sure, for sure. But I also feel like he's trying to address people like yourself, for example, who are like, oh, we don't like comedians when they get to that m massive level. And to be honest, dude, there's not many people. There's nobody who's gotten to that level, no. right? Like Eddie Murphy did, but back in that day, and that is much different to deal with now because of social media. Yeah, of and course. And how much in your face everything is, right? Yeah. And be like, dude, his schedule is like insane. Like he outworks everybody in it, it, this mall combined. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I can people imagine. don't know where we are, but you know what I mean? Like he outworks everybody I know combined. Like it, his work schedule is insane. And to see like the inside and lens and then what he has to deal with. And then like when stupid things come up online that are rumors or not, like just mm. always having to address everything all the time and be on your best behavior. Cause everybody's watching all the time while putting out movies, writing for your new special, doing voiceover work, 
doing fucking commercials, yeah. SNL, like fuck. Instagram, working out. Yeah, like this guy's up at five, goes to bed at three. Like it's insane, dude. No, and and like I don't have anything against the mega level. I just think once people get to that mega level, like they're oversaturated with the amount of work, like how you're talking about. And yep. so like they aren't able to divulge into their creative craft that they they did previously to get them to that level. Yep. So it makes it like it's, it's just bland now and it, it, there's no – creativity and i just i like having that upkeep of that kind of like material right like i'm fine with you getting to a mega level just don't oversaturate yourself where i've just saw 10 movies with you in them back to back to back to back to back and you can tell like none of them were good because you're just there's too mm. much on your plate at the moment yeah and, and that's what i feel like on that kind of mega level that's what it gets what watered down it gets watered down where he doesn't have the time he's like I'm shooting three movies. I can't have time to, to make myself. Mm. I got to make it generic because I don't have time to be as creative right now because I'm doing things from, like you said, three o'clock till 5 a.m. or whatever it may yeah. be, right? So that It's crazy because you see him sit down with people. Like He'll even pitch movie ideas to big, big actors, and you see the whole interview happen. Yeah. Where like their team's there, his team's there, and he's pitching it. To like a massive star, like who's the guy who played uh, Black Panther? What's his name? Uh, I know exactly who you're talking about, but I can't, I can't say, it. I can't, I can't remember off the yeah, top of my. Yeah, it's killing me. Fuck! I just saw this. His name the other day. I know his name. I, I literally, because like, there's actually a, a, a Rooster Teeth that I, uh, it's like a comedic uh, kind of like gaming channel, quote unquote. They actually hired him to do voiceover as well. Michael B. Jordan? No, no, no. It wasn't Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. <laughs> Jordan was in it. What was his name, though? You racist. I'm joking. <laughs> no, wasn't it Michael B. Jordan? No, he's in it, though. He's in He's in it, right? Michael B. Jordan is in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chadwick yeah. Boseman. Chadwick Boseman, yes. So, anyways, back to what you were saying before we had no idea who the hell is in Black Panther. Holy Sorry, shit. Sorry, yeah. So, Chadwick Boseman, like, and you see him pitching this to Chadwick Boseman, like, in real time. Yeah. And like you see Chadwick Boseman like really thinking about it and being like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if I want to do a movie with you here, you know? And it's like, fuck, <laughs> you know, like imagine like you sit down Brad Pitt and be like, yo, we should do a movie together. Like I'm huge. And he's like, I don't know if I want to go in that lane. Really? Yeah. And like you see that happen and you're like, shit. That's crazy. And then he's like, okay, well, listen, think about it. I got to go because I got to do the voices of pets three or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like New Madagascar. Pet. Yeah. He's like, so get out of here and let me know. So it's crazy. Yeah. No, that's uh, yeah. That's totally different. Level. What What were you going to ask me about Kevin Hart? You oh, said- I was going to say, I wanted to talk to you just briefly. Like, uh, of course I don't want like to bash comedians or anything like that. I don't want to talk can. about, you can, no, I don't want to talk about his comedy. I want to talk about how bad is like, I think how bad his movies are like his 2008 special and everything like it was good but like after that every single movie he's been in central intelligence with the rock which also the rock i think is dog shit mm. um and then ride along ride along to uh the one where he's like in a school at night school uh i just feel like every single thing and at this point i never want to see another kevin hart movie in my entire life because of how bad they are here's the thing um, there is a part of me that wants to kill you for saying the rock is dog. <laughs> but, but, um, I, that's cause I'm by, I love the rock. I think he's the man. You, you uh, seen tooth fairy before? Listen, uh, okay. there is a lot of bad things. The rock has put the out. game changer with him and his daughter. You ever seen that one? I've seen all of it and I understand <laughs> what you mean. You ever and seen I, Baywatch? Oh, I did. 
I did. That one was actually pretty hilarious. There were some moments, but um, I know what you mean. Like, yeah. it's 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 mainstream, yeah. easy digestible, you know, uh, fish out of water style movies, mm-hmm. right? I get it. Um, but in terms of them being a comedic duo, it's not good. No, I don't love it. It's not. It's it, there's just nothing there. I you think know, The Rock's better as like some muscly dude that's in an action movie that. Yes, like for example, his role in Fast and the Furious, love it. I think it's great. He comes in, yeah. does what he does best. He's jacked. He throws people around. He fucks people up. He has that slow motion walk. The intimidation scenes, great. He is a funny guy. Like I do think The Rock is actually pretty funny and personable. Yeah. But like, keep it a little bit narrowed down. Like, and I, again, I feel like he's doing too much. Like skyscraper. Dude, like, it's it's San San Andreas. Rent. They were all dude. They're all the same movie. Hey, I just think he's the only the only credit that I give to The Rock is Walking Tall, and the other one that's just like Walking Tall. Uh, <laughs> those Which are the one's that? only two. The Walking Tall is the one with like. No, uh, I love Walking Tall. And then the other one is with uh, the chef. Like he's a like uh, agent. Chef. Like the chef. There's a there's a chef that hires him to like go hunt his his son down in like the desert or whatever. Uh, if you what you've never seen that movie, The Rocks, Walking Tall, for sure. No way! What the fuck? You don't know this movie? You've seen it, Walking uh, The Rock movies. It was like nineteen, no, not nineteen. It was like two thousand and uh, no two, two thousand and three. Is it standing? Is it? Is it I want to say it's standing. Oh yeah, it's way first of all, later. Scorpion King's not bad. Uh, yeah. Oh, Welcome to the Jungle. No, that one's pretty funny. They're all sorry. The rundown. I meant. That's the rundown. That's the one That's I'm talking with, uh, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking tall. Hercules is and trash. rundown. All of them, dude. Pain and gain is good. I didn't really necessarily like that. I mean, I think Mark Wahlberg in it is okay, but he can do a lot better. Snitch but, is trash, dude. They're all Central Intelligence with him and um, uh, Kevin Hart was terrible. I think that overall, but, dude, it's like Arnold movies. It's like. He's the new Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, like, how like, many Arnold movies were I really good? I think the good? Arnold movies were, like, a lot better. Which ones? The, the original Terminator. Sure, sure. Terminator action, 1 and 2. Uh, the action one where, like, there's... it's Predator. The Predator. Because, like... True lies. The, the thing is, like, with Arnold movies, uh, the ones that are good is, like, he's not the main actor. Like, he's in it a lot. Don't get me wrong. But his facade and his overall character is not the main focus point of the movie. Well, and that's what I'm saying with The Rock. When he's not, and he's like in Fast and the Furious, yeah, it's perfect. That's fine. But when right. he, in all these movies where he is, it's so, it, it's just not good. And I'm just like, man, I can't, I, and Rock's another one. I can never go watch another Rock movie I mean, my entire life. I watch a lot of The Rock's movies. I'm a huge fan. I love what he's doing for everything. Uh, his tequila just came out. Oh, don't uh, get me wrong. I, I completely, 100%, I respect the individual, especially for what he has done and what he is doing and yeah. how he goes about it. I just don't overall like the things that he creates because of how generic yeah, and no, bland Believe me, are. I understand. It's, uh, it's a little much. Right? Yeah. And even Kevin Hart, like, fuck, you do Soul Plane, which is so good. And yeah. then... You come out with Central Intelligence with The Rock, and you're like, God. And that duo is bad. You know what was a good duo, comedic-wise, in a movie? It was a relatively new movie. Have you ever seen the movie Cop Out with Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan? No. Holy shit. Go watch that. Really? Go watch that. You'll be like, this is the best duo of all time. You know what? There was a duo uh, that I liked. Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder, of course. No, no, no. 
um, aside from Rush Hour, uh, <laughs> what was the what's that guy's name? What movie? What movie? Uh, they're cops as well. Is it? I think it's just cops. Are you talking about Let's Be Cops? Let's Be Cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is pretty damn good. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. Fine. That was a good one as well. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, um, I mean, that's really everything that I want to talk about. We've went a lot into like comedy and like the aspect of comedy because I'm a big comedy fan, right? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And I write. I write a lot of bits. I write a lot of uh, comedy you stunts, this and the other. No, I write. I write a ton. I've, I have maybe like uh, 50 videos on YouTube right now that I have. I recently just hit 1,100 views on one of mine no. where I went and went and got the Wayne Gretzky from Tim Horns. But a lot of mine are very just out there. Like I, I really do like Eric Andre's kind yes. of like material that he does yeah. mixed with like between the two ferns I, I just like that overall like this is crazy this is wow why did you do that that's insane yeah. right yeah so because it's a little bit more i think it's a little bit more creative i get it that they're just ridiculous stuff going on but like mm-hmm. at the same time like it, it's so funny because it's relatable like with between the two firms specifically oh like, yeah yeah he'll, he'll be uh it'll be a joke so relatable to that individual but like it has nothing to do with them yeah like what they're doing right and it, it's just it's just so fantastic so that's really what like how I approach things on my like YouTube level. So like nice. I'm very, we should collaborate. Yeah. I mean, my style of comedy probably isn't the stuff that you're into. No, no. I but, I've seen some of your videos. I've seen yeah. stuff like that. No, of course it's, it's more or less, uh, I mean, comedy is comedy and I love all forms of comedy. Like, don't get me wrong. And you're a very funny guy. You do a lot of funny things and I enjoy the work that I've seen, uh, especially through like Instagram and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like the Instagram, uh, I'm just trying to hit the niche, you I, know, the one, the rant, the uh, the one little just that one little segment. I have twelves. Okay, go back there and get me a samurai sword as well, and just cut off my foot. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, like those, I hate that. That drives me nuts. Hey, but that but that like one little liner. It's, it's fantastic. It makes the whole thing to me. Yeah. It makes the whole thing. I love that. Yeah, I always try to like write out of like because I'll do those rants like three four times in a row. Yeah. Because I'm like can't just post the first one unless I nail it well and like yeah. have some good line because I'll come up with different lines every time I do it. So then like the fifth time you I I do it, there's a lot of key lines in there that hopefully you just get someone to comment that line because they liked it and you just get the one laugh because I figured you watch me for a minute if you laugh once. I fucking win. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, and that's, uh, that's kind of what I was talking about before with social media. It's like constant, what technology has done is made it so niched out. Like, I don't even know if there's a word for that, but like there's sub niches on sub niches. Yeah. Like uh, you can yeah. be like, there's YouTube guys out there or Twitch guys that it's like a kid who's vegan, trans, overweight, and lives at home with his mother, but is a billionaire. It's like, if you're that guy, watch this guy. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I just made up a bunch off the top of my head. No one bashed me for that shit. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? I'm just saying like, there's niches down to like the most minute no, level. No, of course. Like there's you guys know? that like, I watched that, like uh, the guy's name is like John Cal and he's like a bodybuilder where he lifts heavy weight, but he lifts heavy weight by wearing like a horse mask. There's fire going on next to him. Yeah. He's going to go and jump through the fire as well. And then on top of that, he's going to start bashing flamingos on the ground. Yeah. And it's like, that is so niche. Yeah. Right. It's to the max. Yeah. It's to the max. And I, I like, I love it and I hate it, but that's, it's taking longer for people to find their exact niche. Cause it's not like before redneck commenter let's just hit all of the south no yeah you know because you I mean? gotta be super more super specific because a yeah. lot of the markets are oversaturated especially even niche markets are the yeah. saturated so you got to find that niche on top of the niche on top of that niche yeah, exactly and it's like italians right the italian videos 
I can't just go out there and do a nunna accent. Yeah. There has to be more to it. Layers. There's got, it's got to be better and smarter because that was the last generation of yeah, Italian exactly. comedians, you know? So you're constantly having to find the way to push the envelope, you know? No, of course. That's yeah. exactly. And you should be doing that because that shows how just creative overall you are and how you yeah. want to actually be more creative and be better than yeah. the guy. And then you're also kind of just like, let me just be myself. And I hope that's enough to be different because I'm growing up in the time that I'm growing up. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like my parents, excuse me, were those people. So now hopefully I'm pushing the envelope just by being me in the time that I'm in, you know? No, of course. Uh, Anyways, is there any last comments from you? Um, No, I love that you're such a big comedy fan. Like that's, I feel like I am a comic, but I'm, not as big as a comedy fan as a lot of comedy fans. Like there's people I know like yourself, like you consume so many more comedy podcasts and movies and things like that than I do. And I feel like I'm missing out. Well, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, shit, I got to get my shit together. You know, I got to watch more stuff. Well, I think it just hope helps overall. Like for me specifically, like in today, like where I'm at today, not necessarily before, but I do it a lot because I love comedy, but also at the same time, I'm trying to understand and divulge what these individuals are doing on like their live sets or on their podcasts or whatever it may be and incorporate that into a kind of way that is meaningful to me that also represents me in my videos that I'm creating, like when I'm writing bits or like when I'm creating podcasts like this, anything like that, because I'm trying to study the game, but then also change it to who I am, right? So nice. like Conan O'Brien said that when he was uh, coming up, he's like, I studied all of them. I, I, I looked at every late night host that was out there, David Letterman, um, uh, yeah. Leo, like I studied them and I stole from them. But you know what I didn't do? I didn't mimic them. I used it in my own mannerisms. I used it in my own way. And that's how I developed myself. And that's the same kind of thing that I'm taking towards like my YouTube videos is mm-hmm. I'm looking at other people that are doing it. Like even like yourself, yeah. I'll look at your videos. I'll see whether like you're making a cut between a joke to see if that cut will make, if if it hits, I'm like, maybe I should make a cut like that, right? Between like two different people, right? So that's where I'm at now in today's era in regards to like overall divulging on different comedy, whatever it may be. Yeah. So that's, that's who I am. I mean, it's interesting. No, I mean, I'm just saying I should do that way more. (laughs) Like I I don't study enough, if you will. I feel like I, uh, and it, it almost, it feels like I get stale. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like, no, I know. I, like, I grew up on the Chris Farley stuff and, like, the Adam Sandler stuff, Jim Carrey, Mike Mars, right? So it's like, I can't be bringing that in because the guys it, 10 years ago were doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but going back to what you're saying about stealing, have you ever read the book, Steal, Steal Like an Artist? Like an artist. Yeah. Actually, uh, Anthony Ricciardi, who actually yeah. you were on a podcast with recently, he actually recommended that by uh, Austin Kleon maybe two years ago. And that's actually where I read that, that bit from uh, Conan O'Brien. Conan, yes. I read it the other day, actually. You read the whole book. You, I can read read the whole you can read that whole book in an hour and a half. It's a hundred well, pages. It makes and me feel shitty because I don't read books. And I was like, yo, I finally finished a book. <laughs> but it took me like three days. And my sister's like, that looks like a fucking picture book. It is a picture book. There's pictures and the font Fuck size you. is like, <laughs> do not take this achievement away from me, man. No, it's fantastic that you read that. Cause that's actually one of the books that I yeah. always recommend to individuals that are oh, trying to like do something in whatever field it is. Yep. Right. So, uh, but no, that's fantastic that you read that. And I, I want to thank you for actually being here today with me. Thanks I had, for having me. Man. I had a great time, of course. And you guys can follow him, of course, not Mark Anthony, wherever you may. Are you on Twitter? I'm on everything, baby. He's on Twitter. He's on TikTok. <laughs> you just see his dances. They're, uh, they're, 
their non-existent doo-doo dances? No, but I will you because will. you said it. All right, but guys, yeah, we, we should collaborate, man. We should do a video together. Hundred percent, of course. It's Definitely, I'm in. Of course, I'm down. fantastic. Making connections. Thanks for having me, man. Of course. Hey, check you guys later.